You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Check that out today. Good morning, everybody. Happy Hump Day, Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Exciting week so far. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. So much fun. Just do We do a little trolling. A little trolling. Boy, are they mad at us. Whole, whole country's lost its sense of humor. We got lefties pissed at us. We got a bunch of fucking uh, fake rhino uh, conservatives pissed at us. We got a bunch of simps pissed at us. We got the uh, grifting, grifting Christian rap group known as Brayson Gay. He's also pissed at us. Not that we did shit to him. I don't know. We didn't fucking do it. He's all mad because apparently they canceled his gig. Wasn't, dude, I never said to go fucking call anybody about his shit. I don't care. I made fun of him. I may have tagged some people on Twitter, but that was it. Hey, he's out here crying. Had to make a rap song about me. I'm in a rap song, guys. I made it. I made it into a rap song. It's, uh, it's very good. It's very exciting. It's a big moment for me. It's a, it's a big moment for me. I'm in a rap song. I, uh, I, I upset a uh, deluded Christian rapper, grifter guy, never Trumper, and he made a song, and then he, he put me as a lyric. I'm a lyric. Can't really tell what he's saying, though, but that's okay. It's a little garbled because there's a dick in his mouth, so don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, but anyway, it's been a... <laughs> It's been fun. It's been an interesting day. Uh, that's just so funny. What? We're at noon. It's noon, and the shit is still hitting the fan. We got to talk about the economy a little bit. Banks, mostly. Uh, you got about, eh, give or take three to four hours before they start doing the swan dive out of the high rises. Uh, so make sure you got your, uh, your camera phones out. If you live in a major metropolitan city with big banking institutions, uh, just kind of take your phone out and just... Just up where you just want to do one of these. Just around 3.30, maybe closer to the bell closing at 3.45. And just get one of these because you'll, you'll see them. You'll see them. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. But uh, got to talk about the banks a little bit. We got to talk about President Donnie J. Trump. And we're going to go heavy on the, uh, I guess, Rod DeSantis. His team is super pissed at me. And I really, it's not right. Okay. It's not right. But it's okay. And you know what? We're going to make it anyway. And, uh, and I appreciate them blocking me. That's rude. Especially because one of my favorites, Jebba, Jebba the Hutt, blocked me. I'm super upset about this. This is extremely disconcerting. And I got to have to talk about it today. This is not right. I think she might have been, she might have fat fingered it, which is completely believable given the size of those fucking digits. You understand? Uh, given the size of those rotund digits, I can see just a little whoop and an accidental blockage happening. I'm not sure. I'm going to talk to her about it. I'm not fucking happy about it, though. It's not right. But as I said, it, it's okay. And we're going to make it anyway. So, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, I know. I, it's, it's, it's bullshit. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have a fun show for you guys. It's going to be that kind of a broadcast. Uh, probably do a little life coachy coachy. And maybe a little uh, politics. I've got some news stories. Hmm? You guys want to talk about <coughs> chicks with dicks? Huh? Chicks with dicks are in the news again. 
They seem like they dominate now. It used to be once a year you had an occasional chicks with dicks. It was always some weird story. As fucking man dressed as a woman, robs XYZ fucky fuck thing, gropes person on way out. You know what I mean? It's always something weird like that. And now we're in a day and age where they're like, I got to do a chicks with dick story two to three times a week. Minimum. Sometimes in the same episode. Which is horseshit. It's very uncomfortable. Isn't this Women's Month? Why is it? Why are all the headlines dominated by uh, dudes fucking wearing wigs? No? You guys notice this? It's such horseshit. But anyway, we're going to talk about it today. It's a big show. We got a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun stuff and interesting things. All right, everybody. Hi. How are you guys doing? Hmm? Yeah? You guys good? Yeah? Yeah? You guys good? Everybody good? Okay, good. Oh, boy. Yeah, you guys good? I'm having a great day. I'm having a... It's a weird day. It's a weird day. <laughs> it's a weird day. You know, it's strange because it shouldn't be... All right. Look, I'm just going to be just blown with it, all right? It should be illegal to have this much fun, but be this effective politically. You understand? Like, we... uh. This team we got going here... I, you know, I think I might ditch the hat. What do you guys think? Hat or no hat? Are we going hat or no hat? I may go no hat. We going hat or no hat? Hat or no hat? Hat, no hat. Hat, no hat. What are we doing today? <laughs> I just took it off for a second. I'm like, yeah, you kind of want to, maybe just go no hat. I don't know. We'll see. What do you, hat? No hat, 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 half hat. Half hat, 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 no hat. Hat, hat, no hat, hat, hat. <clears throat> All right. You guys ready? You're about to be super jelly. Do you notice anything? What am I wearing? Mm -mm. What, what do I got on? What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. What's this? It's a t-shirt. <laughs> it's the t-shirt. Ah! <laughs> oh! Oh! No, they're not available. Don't, don't wreck my website. They're not available yet. But they're about to be. Got the black and the red. We decided to go with the General Dilly logo on this one. I think you guys are gonna love it. Looks fantastic, as you can see. They are gonna be DTF, which is direct to fabric. Little stiff at first, but you gotta wash them, but they are highly durable and they look excellent. Dilly 300 Pure Blood shirts. Yeah, and those are gonna be on their way very soon. So not yet. I'll let you know. Probably looking about two weeks. Looking at about two weeks. But it's not here yet, so just calm down. Just let you know, get you a little preview, little preview. Mm -hmm. I know, you guys are all excited. Just let you know, they're on their way. So I'll give you a couple of heads up. So one, I'm ordering 50 additional of the green St. Patrick's Day shirt. I got so much demand on those. And I think 50 probably won't be enough, but that's what I can do right now. So I'm gonna do 50 more of the green St. Patty's Day shirts. And then we're gonna do 100 of the black pure blood and 100 of the red pure blood, and that's it. So, yeah, working on it, working on it. Those will be what we're gonna do, but there's only gonna be 50 of the green ones, and then you're gonna get 100 of the red, 100 of the black, uh, the pure blood style, and then that'll be that. And we'll just keep going. We're gonna keep going, and I'll keep refeeding and filling up and doing what I can do, right? Okay, good deal. So. Yeah, it's been kind of a wacky, wacky uh, 24 hours. Um, but like I was saying, it's 
it's weird being this effective doing something that's this fun and this free. And I get messages quite often from other podcasters, very influential podcasters, big audiences, uh, plugged in with the campaign, very influential people. They, they will message and they say the nicest things. First of all, they're complimentary. They say, I got a couple of this morning. You know, one was like, dude, I wish I, I, wish I had the freedom that you have on your show, right? Because, you know, we're obviously, I, I'm able to say shit nobody can say. And it is, it's a blast. You could say, you know, I, I come on here, I can discuss any topic at any moment uh, using any language I choose and uh, we're not beholden to anybody, right? And so we get nice things. I get nice compliments from really big time podcasts that say that. Then we have other podcasts and big time accounts that are like, your memers are on a whole different level. We are on such a different level. <laughs> we got fact checked yesterday. We, fucking Machiavelli puts out a funny meme, dude. We're all, ha, 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 ha. Dude, they fucking panicked. They absolutely panicked. They panicked. They, they fact checked the meme. Do you know how weird and unhinged you have to be to fact check a fucking meme? as we all are giggling and laughing over it. Do you know how weird and just how much of, of an out of touch boomer you gotta be? <laughs> this isn't real, this has been modified. This is not even real, you guys are dicks. What was the fact check, you guys really wanna know? Machiavelli memes made a fucking meme that was a picture of Christina Peshaw with a bunch of gangly looking fucks. And, dude, he darkened her knees a little bit so it looked like she had dirty-ass knees from, you know, sucking dick. But it was a joke. It's like a fucking joke. So she has dirty knees, right? He darkens up the knees. He's like, oh, I wonder what she was doing. And, dude, they flip. They're like, that's not what her knees look like. And it's like, so then they show the real picture, which is, like, slightly better. It's not, it is not, like, those knees have seen some fucking carpet, okay? So it wasn't like they were, like, completely, you know, fucking rug burn free or anything but they're like this is the real one and i'm like oh okay okay so that's that's a little better sorry we made a joke and in, implied that she was on her knees this morning god that's but the fact that they fact check it, it's like the ultimate streisand effect you know what i mean like that joke would have stayed like in our circles and we would have laughed and been immature about it because whatever who cares you know what a big deal it's a, she's a fucking straight female of course she sucks dick like that's the way it goes uh, no, it's a joke, but the fact that they they went and fact-checked it, and then we're like, you're disgusting, you're absolutely disgusting. It made it like a million times fucking funnier. Like, it's like, dude, calm down, dude. Like, it's okay. But anyway, we were just, uh, we had a good time with it. It was stupid. It was just a joke, right? But these people just get all fucking, ah, yeah, and they lose their shit, and that's what happened. So there's a whole bunch more to this, okay? There's... You know, there's a whole bunch more to this. They didn't like it. They started, I, one person blocked me and all I wrote was all knees matter. Eh, dude, that's so benign. Like I can't write all knees matter and you, you're gonna lose your shit. All knees matter and it's, that's completely a reasonable position. Everybody knows it, knees do matter, okay? You're gonna have a weird walk, you limp and stuff if your knee isn't right. Anyway, it was bullshit, yeah? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoa, God. That conservative life coach, Brendan Dilly, they always say that one. Conservative, MAGA, actually, is what they do. They don't say conservative. They say, MAGA life coach, Brendan Dilly, made fun of another campaign's whore because her knees look roughed up and had some, you know, scuffs on them. It's like, Jesus. 
This country is so up its own ass with like humor. Like, well, fucking gross. It's like, oh yeah, is it is it super disgusting? Yeah, really, really. As you nod your head and di- oh, that's just shake your your fucking head. I mean, that's disgusting. As if you haven't been on your fucking knees. Get out of here. Shut up, dude. It's it's okay. All right. It's 2023. Lighten the fuck up. All right. It's a joke. God, it's been like what 20 years since we openly had a president. And his whore talking about how he fucking jizzed on her dress. Like, we literally had... That was a thing 20-plus years ago. You guys had nightly news with spunk fucking stains on the front of Monica Lewinsky's blouse being, like, put into evidence. They were like, look! That's a semen right there! It's like, dude, I'm not even going... All my guy did was add some fucking rough, scuffed-up knees on a campaign girl's knees. Are you shitting me? Like, we can't make that joke, but like 20 years ago, you guys were like, dun, 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 dun. Tonight, is this Bill Clinton's semen on this blouse? We don't know. You know what I mean? And you're just like, they're like measuring it and trying to figure it out. They had Hillary tasting it. She's like, mm, no, no, that's, that's too sweet. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, fuck. And now everybody's prudish, though. Now they're like, oh, we're above that. I'm not above anything. Fuck you. This is war. I'm not above anything. Literally, that's just so you know, when you're dealing with me, you're dealing with a guy who understands we're losing the country to communism. All fucking hands on deck. There's, you're absolutely right. There isn't shit I will not do. All right? Like, dude, I'm not a fucking thief, so I'm not going to steal anything. But within the realm of legality and morality, I'm going to fuck your shit up. And making fun of a girl for having scrubbed up knees is not some crazy holy shit thing, okay? That is not the worst thing in the world. And you doing your pearl clutching over it doesn't make me look like a monster. It just makes you uh, look like a giant pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. We don't, I don't want to be represented by that. That's what they kept saying. Then they're trying to get... They're trying to get the Trump campaign to disavow an anonymous fucking meme account known as Machiavelli memes. They're like, wow, who are they? This guy needs to be fired. It's like, dude, fired? You can't fire somebody who doesn't get paid, hasn't filled out a W-2. How do you fire somebody that's like, hey, I love the president of the United States. I love Donald Trump. And I'm just going to make fun of all of you other twats. And they're like, God, they really need to let him go. It's like, <laughs> really? Do we do this for free? Fucking antagonizing you dorks is literally of it's completely free. This is what we do for fun, you assholes. And they were like, they were literally like, oh yeah, they need to find out right now who this guy is and let him go. <laughs> Dude. It's like, oh my god. And they couldn't help themselves. They were super triggered. Losing their minds over a fucking a meme because of some dirty scuffed up knees. You know what I mean? Anyway, so that was kind of what happened yesterday. It kicked off a whole slew of exciting and fun things that we are going to talk about because it was pretty fucking funny. I mean, it was yesterday was up there in the pantheon of great fucking days in uh, Twitter entertainment. It was absolutely a blast. Um, God, I could do I could do straight Dilly in the Wild off of it. One thing that I did tell you guys to do, I, I advocated for. God, I got all these. I got, I'm, all, I'm all over the place today, just so we're clear. One of the things I got to show you guys, though. Hold on. I mentioned something to you yesterday, and uh, I told you, you know, this is what you got to do to fuck with people because it's funny. And, uh, and then I told you you'd get one or two, and I got one. 
So this is sort of what I was talking about, right? So check this out. So I put out this tweet. Why do DeSantis astroturfing idiots think that Rod is the front runner? He's getting crushed between 20 and 30 in every poll, and you're pretending he's the heir apparent. Meatball's losing ground uh, he already couldn't afford to give up, right? So this person fact-checks me and goes, Ron, question mark? Right, so uh, the video will keep playing. I, I did a screen recording. So there's my tweet, and the guy's like, Ron? And I, of course, replied with, no, I'm talking about Rod DeSantis, the governor of Florida. This is what I'm talking, and then, by the way, I don't know why it doesn't have my other reply on here. I actually had an additional reply. Maybe, oh yeah, no, maybe it isn't here. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I got to scroll down here. Let's see if it's down here. Because I, I eventually kept fucking with this person. And I was just like, no, dude, I think you're confused. I, I'm talking about Rod, like totally different. I don't know who that is, but Rod DeSantis is the guy from Florida. And that's, yeah, see here. Yeah, see, dude, I think you're saying it wrong. His name is Rod. So you just stay with it. You'd never let up on it. And what you probably found yesterday is after I mentioned this tactic and everybody started doing it, it took off like a bat out of hell, okay? They were calling him Ray DeSantis. I saw Roy DeSantis. <laughs> I saw the Rod. I saw uh, fucking uh, Rob. I mean, and it, what was funny is the internet will pick up on your nuanced trolling like this, and it's an easy game to play for them, so they'll participate. So uh, shout out to everybody that was joined in on that. Uh, the Roy, the Ray, the Rod, the Robs, all solid. Uh, then they were fucking up his last name. I mean, it was absolutely hysterical. And it was start <laughs> we started finding people that weren't even like involved with what we were doing, doing it on their page. And uh, it was, it, it's good fun. So keep doing it. Cause that's like, this is free. They're going to try to, <laughs> they're going to get to try to get the Trump campaign to fire all of you. If you keep making fun of them, cause it's, highly effective that's the part that they don't want to tell you is when you brand something as fucking lame and like like legitimately just completely lame they can pretend it's it's lowbrow and it's that's rude it doesn't work but dude all i have to do is point at president trump's 2016 run okay jeb bush was a big fat mess <laughs> And we didn't even get into his policies because Donald Trump basically made America know that Jeb was low energy, wasn't cut out for uh, for the presidential office, and he was a big fat mess. And that's it. And the only thing that sticks seven years later is Jeb Bush is a big fat mess, right? And that's it. That's all that sticks. So fuck them. They'll tell you you're rude. They'll tell you you're wrong. They'll try to get Donald Trump to fire you from being his fan and his voter, which is really weird. <laughs> But I'm telling you right now, you just stay with it. Just keep calling him Rod. And the more you do it, it, like do it in the most subtle way. Like when you're subtle, it works. You just go, oh, no, I'm talking about Rod DeSantis, that fucking snake from Florida. And they're like, no, no, man, you mean Ron. And you're like, no, no, his name was Rod. I, I, I would never forget a guy like that. And you just don't stop. You just fucking keep hammering it every time you get a chance. Hey, is that Ray DeSantis? That guy's a piece of shit. His book sucks, too. And then just, they will be like, I can't deal with your, your criticism of him because you didn't say the right name and I need to correct you. And then you drag him down into that well of bullshit. That's how you do it. That's This is literally effectively trolling 101 because you just, you're like, that Ray DeSantis didn't even do shit to Disney. That fucking asshole pretended to stop Disney, but they still have all the same tax loopholes and shit they had before. And then they're going to go, his name is not Ray, okay? Like, I, I want to address you seriously, but you <laughs> you just never stop. You just start defending it. You find screenshots of it saying Ray DeSantis on the internet, which you can find those. 
it's fucking funny, okay? So this is how it works. I'm just giving you your marching orders and you'll drive these highbrow dorks absolutely insane. It's so much fun, so much fun. Uh, one thing that's not fun, as I mentioned, is, uh, is the stock market right now, which is not doing good because banks are bullshit. The Dow dives over 500 points as banking fears grip Wall Street. Oh man, oh dude, I should play the, uh, I should play something sad. I, uh, we should play sad music for this. Wall Street bankers, cocksuckers who don't actually produce anything. They don't make anything. They don't create anything. Essentially, they manipulate and push paper for a living. They steal from smaller investors and American public. Uh, they're really upset today. They're very scared because a lot of their Ponzi scheme bullshit is uh, it's, it's collapsing. Uh, some of it, they're, they're begging the government to pound them uh, with another bailout because it's not right. It's not right, according to them. And we are all absolutely just devastated <laughs> by these people are so okay that one doesn't work hold on let's try this there we go oh that feels better doesn't it and the Dow dives over 5,000 points is banking fears grip Wall Street that word dive is going to be a prelude of what's to come I'm just warning you right now dives was a poor a poor choice of word given what's going to happen around 3.30 afternoon time uh, here Eastern time today. Oh, they're going to dive all fucking right. I've seen this movie. It's fucking funny. Yeah, it's fucking funny. Yep. Swan dive, as a matter of fact. Yeah, see, does that feel better? All right. Hey, guys, did you know Silicon Valley Bank is backtracking on its earlier promise to keep employees for 45 days and pay them at one and a half times their current salary? as it reopens under new management, according to an internal memo. I am absolutely shocked that the bank that is, uh, that is insolvent and bankrupt is not actually going to be able to pay you one and a half times your current salary. That is, what? What? That's crazy. What? That's, what? Why? That's nuts. Why not give them one and a half times their normal salary and keep them on for 45 days? They were so excited about that. They're like, what? Not only am I not getting fired, I got a raise for the next 45 days. Yay. Yeah, they're not doing any of that. Okay, we may have overpromised. Okay, look. The truth is, we promise we're going to give you some money. I don't know when. I'm not really exactly sure. Listen, it's just like it's like an IOU, okay? Wouldn't you rather have us owing you a favor than getting actual pay? Huh? Huh? No? Okay. Let me tell you who did get paid courtesy of Silicon Valley Bank, which really is just a fucking uh, a money uh, scam laundering situation. Uh-oh. Silicon Valley Bank donated $73,450,000 to fucking Black Lives Matter movement and related causes. Uh-oh. You know what that means, right? Do you know what that means? Do you know what Black Lives Matter movement and related causes it uh, means? Related causes is code for bailing out felony fucking douchebags who just burned down buildings and assaulted police officers. That's what 
that's code for. Related causes is a bail fund for fucking felons, okay? That's what that means. 73 million motherfucking dollars. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to bail these cunts out. The government is going to bail these fuckers out and they're going to use your tax dollars to do it. These assholes who have been funding against the American public for the better part of seven fucking years are going to get every penny back and they're going to do it by stealing from you, the taxpayer, via a Federal Reserve payment, which they're going to pretend doesn't affect you. Everything is bullshit. Most banking organizations are essentially criminal. This is fucking criminal. BLM movement and related causes. Unbelievable. I got more bad news. All right, so I got, I got to tell you something. This is a little story. You guys want a little story time? Let me tell you a little story. Here's the deal. I have uh, an account. It's a small account. I almost never use it, but I use it for one thing. I use it for car loans, right? Very excited about this. This is going to make some of you very sad. My bank that I use for car loans, because they do such a good job, they're incredible customer service. I mean, top tier customer service, the best interest rates in town. They're known as Alaska Federal credit union or alaska usa some of you have probably heard it they're from uh anchorage alaska right anchorage alaska they've been out there i don't know 50 years as a bank or some shit maybe longer alaska alaska uh usa federal credit union okay so i was all excited i love this little bank i always do my car loans with them i've refinanced them that's all i use them for i don't really use them for anything else but they're really good for that kind of stuff yeah, aren't you excited? You use them too? Do you want to know the bad news? Do I have to tell you the bad news? I'll tell you the bad news. Here comes the shitty news. So my little shitty bank that I always liked, and they're all so cutesy, right? So cutesy. They, I get an email. And they're like, uh, they're like, I got an email yesterday. They're like, hey, what's going to change with our name change? And I'm like, what? Like, name change, right? Like, what the fuck do you mean, name change? Like, what do you mean, ma name change? Well, what do you change your name for? I like Alaska, USA, Federal Credit Union. The email that I received is letting me know they're changing their name. So you're probably wondering what the name of their new, their new bank is, right? <laughs> the, uh, the new bank is now operating as Global Credit Union. I, I am not joking. I, I am not, they're changing, they've been gobbled up by a bank out of Spokane, Washington, courtesy of Tiffy, who did the research on this for me. I sent her down this well this morning. They are now merging with Global Credit Union, courtesy of Spokane Bank in Washington. That's it. Fucking Global Credit Union, are you shitting me? I picked this tiny little shithole bank because it was America as fuck. And I was all excited about my little Alaska USA fucky fuck bank who I use exclusively for lending 
on cars, and now it's Global Credit Union out of Spokane fucking Washington. Are you shitting me? It's unbelievable. I'm like, dude, so Tiffy was doing her research on this one. And uh, yeah, the new name connects to uh, credit union charters that allow anyone working for the DOD anywhere in the world to join. What else did she throw in here? Oh, this was also fun. Yeah, they, uh, they're connected to Bill Gates through the Global Health Initiative. Ha <laughs> ha! Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I just thought that was wonderful. Yeah. So, there you go. I know. But I only use them, like I said, to pay car loans. I don't give a shit. Doesn't, I don't keep money there. But I always, I always had a feeling about why I wouldn't move my business accounts there. I always like kind of had this vibe and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I just, I like keeping shit kind of separate. This is my opinion. I'm just telling you guys, this is not business advice, but as a businessman myself, personally, I like to keep accounts over at that bank and then a totally separate one for this. And this one handles that for lending and this one handles that for business and that one handles this for personal and this one's not even a fucking retail bank. I use that for something else. Like, I just believe in that. But now, now I really am like disappointed because it's fucking Globo Gym just bought my fucking credit union. Isn't that terrible? Like, son of a bitch. Anyway, that happened. I was very sad about it. So I'm not sad about seeing these banks go under, especially these BLM-funded cocksuckers, all right? Not at all. Speaking of, dude, even these guys are shitting their pants. It's a name you probably know. Not, a, uh, not an American bank, thank God. Credit Suisse stock plunges 21% after top shareholder declines to raise uh, stake. Yeah, the Saudis are like, nah, we're good. The Saudis are like, no. No, I think I'm going to go ahead and not... I think we're going to not go in with any more money. I think you could kind of fuck off. So the bank is in absolute full free fall. 21%. Who knows? They'll probably, they're all, none of them, if we're being honest, we've done, I've done this show enough with you guys. None of them have the money. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Uh, okay. Like, I don't want to go deep into it. Although I do feel like it's one of those subjects you have to keep revisiting with people because they don't fully understand it. The ultimate, the ultimate red pill, pill in this country, and if you really made the American public understand this one thing, they would abandon every other cause that they have because they'd realize, oh my God, we're all being scammed, okay? The only red pill that is truly actually the one that matters, and if somebody would just make this, they would just go, this, this is fractional reserve banking. It's the only thing you actually really, really, if you understand fractional reserve banking, you'll understand how they always have the money to, de to defeat you and beat you. It's fractional reserve banking. And if you understand fractional reserve banking, and you understand what they're doing and how leveraged they are, you will understand why this is such a fucked up situation. It's fractional reserve banking. I'm, this is the, it's the worst idea, I honestly believe, in the history of mankind. Because if there was one thing that could actually collapse financial markets everywhere all at once, it's the financial, uh, it's, it's fractional reserve banking. And we've talked about this. 
the banks can lend up to 10 times, sometimes higher, 30 times on your money, on the money they have. People always go, what? What do you mean? Fractional reserve banking. If I lent you $1,000, no, we'll make it $10,000. I give you 10 grand and I charge you, we'll say 7% interest and you start making payments to me of $1,000 back. I can actually leverage your payments up to 10 times. So I give you the 10 grand, you give me a $1,000 payment for the first time, and I can now lend another 10,000 on that thousand. And it keeps going. And the, the scam of it all is I get to charge interest on all of the money that doesn't exist. Fractional reserve banking is it takes you, it, it would put like, like usury is in the rearview mirror. It's so fucking beyond usury. It's even beyond, it's way beyond usury. We're, we're like, this thing is like usury on 50 years worth of steroids. Okay. Fractional reserve banking. You can find information on this in the, the deeper you dig, the more you're going to realize how fucked the financial system actually is. We did it. We, we talked yesterday on the show. We had a meme that Lauren Eve made where the guy's explaining you're adding $192,000 to the national debt every second, every second, every one second, 200 Gs in debt, you're going further. Fractional reserve banking is stunning because what you'll realize is there's a reason you can't get your money out of banks once you put it in. It's very difficult to get your money out. So that's one of the reasons why you got to stay diversified and keep it in a lot of different places. But I'm telling you, if you ever wanted to go down a, we're not going to do it right now on this show. I've already done it enough times. But if you wanted to go down a well and spend an hour just melting your brain with information, head on over to YouTube with fractional reserve banking and be prepared to be extremely angry. Okay. Be prepared to be extremely angry because this is how they've been stealing from you and your family for decades, for decades. So something you, gotta, you guys gotta look into, but right now it feels like the wheels are falling off this bus because they can't, they're, they're jammed up right now. They can't continue to print money the way they have been without raising interest rates so that they don't uh, destroy the currency entirely. But the problem is if they raise interest rates, you cause a different issue within the banking sector, which is where all of your criminal people have been uh, defrauding and, and funneling money, right? Washing money. BLM and a lot of these other scam organizations, one thing you gotta understand, like when it, we talk about like uh, BLM, for example, BLM did not spend $73 million. Now I know, I know the girl, oh, the founder bought like four houses worth like $3 million or some shit. Dude, that's fucking, that's a drop of the bucket. You had one institution give $74 million. One, dude, how much did Soros give? How much did all these other institutions give? What you have, it's just like when we talk about money laundering via publishing houses. They were laundering the money. The people, the reason that they're fucking pissed is what they were doing, I believe, is these rich cocksuckers who are woke were using Silicon Valley Bank to launder money. So they put five million into the bank, 10 million into the bank. The bank takes the money, puts it a part of a larger fund, washes it through uh, criminal enterprises like BLM and other fraudulent organizations as a tax deduction. 
and then they feed that money back into the bank in the form of a yield. This is what I, I think they were washing. I think it's a launder. I think what's, I think that what we're looking at is Silicon Valley Bank, essentially the first bank publicly being disclosed as a laundering operation for woke bullshit. And then, but they're not framing it that way. They're framing it as just a bank that made poor malinvestment, which yes, it's, there was malinvestment, but like the bigger issue is I think it was laundering. I think that's what they're doing, personally. But we'll see. It's uh, they're gonna they're free falling right now, and while our uh, United States banks are free falling, Joe Biden made this happen. President Trump had these cocksuckers on the verge of bankruptcy. President Trump had Xi Jinping and the Chinese staring down the barrel of a nationwide bankruptcy, and Joe Biden has China in the driver's seat looking at 6% annual GDP. Are you shitting me? Do you know how fucking big that is? A 6% GDP forecast is huge, huge. This is a huge amount of profits for that country. Six fucking percent, are you kidding me? All thanks to Joe Biden. They had the absolute audacity this morning on Varney and Company on Fox Business to ask a guest. Varney's like, is it possible that Joe Biden actually is working for China? Is it possible? Is it possible? Motherfucker, we have the evidence already out there. It's on Hunter Biden's fucking laptop. Not only is it not possible, we got the receipts for it. We've got the receipts on it. Six fucking percent GDP growth in our country. They have to lie, carry the one, fucking move a decimal point just to get us to one and a half for this year. And that's if you believe them. Fucking six percent. Jesus, dude. Biden sold us out. Everybody already knew it. And uh, now the mainstream media is like feigning shock because they're like, oh, maybe he is. It's like, dude, are you kidding me? You cocksuckers knew. We warned you. Trump warned you. Everybody knew. We all knew exactly what was going to happen. We knew why it was going to happen. We knew how it happened. You're telling me that the country that released COVID-19 and destroyed the global fucking economy and the essentially global uh, the, the, the globe maybe has a whole based on what happened after it. You're telling me these evil fucking cunts that rigged an election in 2020 via a fucking fraud shamdemic and murdered millions of people while locking them down. They're now all of a sudden benefiting from all of Biden's policies. Wow, that is completely shocking. Yes, let's all pretend to be surprised. Let's just all pretend we're totally surprised by this. Unbelievable unbelievable and yeah here we are here we are meanwhile russia is demanding u.s keep aircraft away from airspace after a drone was down now we talked about this briefly on our uh maga weekly podcast last night you guys can find that on dailyshow.com or on spotify or on uh apple itunes uh wherever you listen to your podcast you can find it there but We've got a U.S. military drone flying in the Black Sea somewhere it probably wasn't supposed to be. It gets downed by uh, two Russian fighter jets. 
and the U.S. military is uh, is now saying that Russia is the one acting provocatively. Dude, I don't believe either of these countries, but if the United States of America thinks I'm going to believe some horse shit, especially when they're not willing to admit where in the Black Sea this was found, give me a fucking break. Is this our Gulf of Tonkin event? Is this what we're trying to do now? We have an unarmed, unmanned fucking surveillance drone flying into a country that we are essentially arming its enemies who is in a war. So it's a proxy fucking war. And you flew a U.S. military drone with U.S. insignia on it into their fucking territory or heading towards their territory. And they downed your unmanned aircraft. And now you're saber rattling. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Go fish. What's that saying again, everybody? What is it? Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. Always time. Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. Everything is racist. Everything is All right, so here's the deal. There's a silver lining. What do China and Joe Biden have in common? This will be fun. There's going to be a lot of different answers on this one. But there's only one answer that I'm specifically looking for. There'll be a lot of right answers, but not the answer. What do Joe Biden and China have in common? This is specifically when we're dealing with the prospect of World War III. <clears throat> Joe Biden and, and uh, China have something in common. Neither could hit the broadside of a 12-pound pussy. These are two absolutely fucking inept entities. Joe Biden is a fucking loser who only got where he could get by stealing, cheating, lying, philandering, okay? No fucking talent. China, much like Joe Biden on a larger scale, can't manufacture a fucking thing that doesn't break. They don't have any original ideas. They scam, steal, cheat, rip off, duplicate, copy, everything they fucking have. Both of these entities are fucking talentless garbage hacks. So why does that matter to you? Because at the end of the day, you are what you are. And these fuckers are not winners. China is not a winner. It never will be a winner. It doesn't matter how much you manufacture and debase your currency to manipulate the global supply and buy and own politicians in every country and yada, yada, yada. You're still at the end of the fucking day, eat dogs in the streets of your fucking cities because you can't provide shit for anybody because you don't know how to because you still are a shitty civilization that has fucking nothing as far as quality of life for your people. 
So you can try to pretend you're the top dog and you can steal that spot for a couple of years as you walk around prancing about to your silly music. And at the end of the fucking day, you'll eventually go back to being our fucking bitch and having your people work in sweatshops to make shit that I wear one fucking time. That's what you'll end up being and that's what you're always going to fucking be because you don't have original ideas just like fucking Joe Biden. Oh, we're China. We're the new power. Eh. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You have shitty fucking quaint ideas. And you essentially, you figured out a way to manipulate and capitalize on corruption for a little while. Eventually, that shit gets played out. Oh, look at us. Oh, fucking half our country's in poverty. Living on less than a dollar a day. Ah, we're China. Yeah, give me a fucking break. Fucking CCP. Yeah. Okay, not getting any younger there. Not getting any younger there, CCP. Cox. Speaking of, speaking of shitholes, I'm going to show you guys a uh, problem we got, but I also am going to give you a solution. Everybody loves a good solution. The DEA is aware of Mexican pharmacies selling fentanyl-laced pills for more than three years. The DEA, the U.S. Law Enforcement uh, Drug Enforcement Agency, the DE motherfucking A, has been aware that Mexican pharmacies are selling fentanyl-laced pills and have been for more than three years. I got a very simple solution. It's two words. It's called Ginsu Bomb. If you start Ginsu Bombing these pharmacies in the middle of the night when they're closed, I assure you, they won't be long before they stop selling fentanyl. It's a really interesting and simple solution. Ginsu bomb, middle of the night, right in the middle of the pharmacy. Everything's gone. Everything destroyed. That's it. And if you want to do it first thing in the morning before they open with just a pharmacist inside who's selling deadly drugs to Americans who come across the border, that's even better. I like that idea even better. But you Ginsu bomb the shit out of every, every one of these pharmacies. And I don't know. I don't know what that was. It was I don't know what it was. Hmm? What's the problem? Ginsu bomb. Ginsu bomb's the solution. Doesn't matter what the problem is, Ginsu bomb will be the solution. Fucking Mexico. I cannot wait for Trump to get back in office just to deal with these cocksuckers. Yeah, that's going to be a problem I'm going to love watching get solved. Holy shit. I cannot wait to watch that get solved. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, I know. We got to talk about some things. We got to talk about some things. All right, do I want to do this right now? I think we'll push these to the back. I don't want to talk about this yet. I want to talk about these later. We'll deal with these later. Putting those towards the back of the show. I want to do a little fun stuff. Let's do some fun stuff. You guys want fun stuff? Of course you do. All right, let's start here. Jay, you did it when you sent it. Uh Uh-oh. Exclusive. Jay Leno says he never gave Trump permission to use his letter. Oh, no. President Donnie J. Trump. He has a book coming out. It's a published, uh, it's, it's the complete publishing of all of the celebrities over the years who have written him letters thanking him, praising him, giving him credit, extending friendship, sometimes love. President Trump is publishing this book with all of the letters in it. And the first one to immediately cry about it was Jay Leno saying, you don't 
I didn't give you permission. And President Trump and his legal team having to gently remind Jay that when you mail a letter, that's the end. You don't get to fucking say whether, you don't have a say so. This is not something that you get to have, uh, I have to call and ask for permission. Once you send it, that's it, sweetie pie. Uh, that's it. You sent a letter out and uh, I'll tell you, sorry, Jay Leno. Tough titties, buddy. And I have a feeling he won't be the last one who's furious about the letters because I'm guessing President Trump has a lot of letters from a lot of people who now attack his character nonstop. And uh, that's going to end up haunting them because those letters, I'm guessing, probably thank President Trump for unbelievable things he's done. We all know his exploits are legendary in the realm of humanitarian and, uh, and, and generosity, right, efforts. And now they are upset because he's like, hey, I'd like to share these. And I think they're going to be great. And that's why I pre-ordered the book. <laughs> okay, this is a big move. Uh, this is absolutely the right move. Glad to see Team DeSantis being held accountable. They are in an absolute tizzy over this, by the way. Team DeSimp losing their mind as Rod is super upset about this. This is not good. Uh, President, one of President Trump's super PACs uh, asks the is it asks the commission to probe whether a pro-DeSantis super PAC, his, quote, personally lucrative book tour, end quote, and a continued wave of state-level campaign contributions, among other things, quote, are unlawful because they serve his personal political objectives, are in furtherance of his personal financial gain at the expense of Florida taxpayers and are intended to influence his official decision to resign from office uh-oh uh-oh since trump announced in november that he is again running for president he has grown more publicly hostile towards desantis a former political protege now expected to be his chief rival in the republican primaries that includes branding desantis with trump's trademark nicknames meatball and trying to frame him as a political moderate uh out of step with his gop base but the complaint is the first time Trump's supporters have elevated the feud from campaign trail rhetoric to a formal legal fight. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Meatball Ron is mad? They are mad? And I'm going to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if they are, they're going to get caught having violated major, major ethics issues, okay? Let's just, let's just pretend that uh, these fuckers don't know. They know. They know. They know that they probably have violated campaign finance laws. They know that. This should be a good time. And if they weren't already pissed off about this, uh, this filing being made against them, they're definitely going to be pissed off as this meme is now making the rounds. Ooh, buddy. Thank you. 
Upset about that one. Holy shit, California. Trump campaign might fire you for that one. That was very over the line. <laughs> hey, uh, McGalifornia, you're, we're going to have to let you know that you, you're fired from saying things on the internet right now about, about stuff. Well, that dude, meme team got after that with that shit. Holy crap. Whoever, who, how many of you guys worked on that one? That was fucking epic. I know Lauren Eve was all over that. I think that was a compilation, too, of all the other memes you guys have made. Is that what you did? Is that what you did? Dude, Team DeSantis is losing their shit. They're losing their shit. And I can handle that. There's certain people I don't mind, okay? For example, this tiny fella, I don't know what they call him, and uh, but he's really fucking weird. He looks like a midget pirate. Uh, his name is David Reboy or Reboy. Anyway, he blocked me. I barely even said anything to this guy. This is... I don't even know what I said. I, I, I'm like, what? Like, really? We had we had no interactions. I said one thing to him, and he just got really, really upset, and he was like, yar, and he blocked me. So that was fucking awkward, right? Yeah, so the, he blocked me. I'm like, dude, okay, fine. I can live with that. That's not a big deal. No big deal, right? Then this fucking lady, who I made fun of because she was the uh, dork that was fact-checking Machiavelli's memes, uh, his meme, this Marina Medvin, I don't even know who she is. I just said, oh my God, you just fact-checked a meme, you fucking dork. She lost her mind, right? So she blocks me. I'm like, what? Like, how are you block? What did you block me for? Okay, fine, whatever. I can handle a lot of this. A lot of these I expect, um, no big deal. But this one, this fucking one, you fucking bitch. Jebba fucking Ellis. Are you kidding me? It's not right. This is horseshit. It is absolute horseshit. Jabba! 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 That's right, Saber 7. Thank you. Jabba! It's total bull. Wait, wrong lady. Hold on. Let me go back to Jabba. Damn it. Thank you. Thank you, Mikey. Saber 7. Yeah, Jebba fucking... Jebba Ellis, one of my favorite people to nickname and fuck with. I don't... I couldn't believe this. What did I say? All I ever do is I just write in all caps to her and I say, Jebba, that's a great idea. Like, it's just such bullshit, man. These people are losing their marbles. They're just losing it. The audacity. I said one thing. I made fun of you. Boo-hoo. I made... I poked a little fun at your fucky fuck thing, and now we can't troll each other on the interwebs? Really, Jebba? <sighs> she was my Megan McCain, you guys. It's not right. <laughs> really? Oh, well. She has a very successful podcast, by the way. I don't know if you guys know that. Very, very popular. Super influential on the right, from what I've been told. Very influential and as if that weren't enough as if that weren't enough fun yesterday i then had to witness something very sad very sad 
and it got me in a rap song. And that's because, well, this guy, guy on the far left. Uh -oh. oh, no. He got fired from the fucking thing he was supposed to perform. So he was <laughs> Brayson Gay, LL Cool Gay. Uh, he's got all kinds of nicknames. He was supposed to perform at a GOP event in Florida, and he was flexing on everybody about it five days ago. Y'all can't cancel me. Yeah, it's not a Trump event. It's a GOP event. You can't do shit. Ha, 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 ha. I'm still working. Ha, 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 ha. Well, apparently, apparently people were so pissed off that Brayson Gay was going to be the performer there. One of, by the way. Uh, apparently, according to Brayson, they got over 500 phone calls from Trump supporters letting them know it's absolute bullshit that this guy is going to be on a stage after he already said he's not going to vote for Trump and that he will sit out the election if Trump is the nominee. And as a result, they kicked his ass off of the fucking speaking uh, uh, list and they filled it with some other person and he will not be performing at that that event now you could he called it getting canceled but the thing is getting canceled is like where you get canceled for your political views but maybe you just got canceled because you're a fucking douchebag and what happened was people were like you're a grifter you're selling make america great again swag that donald trump has trademarked and you also are wearing it so people think you're part of his movement but simultaneously you're telling people not to vote for him and you're making all kinds of horrible horrible comments about the man and his beliefs and what he does and as a result that information got to the viewers or got to the whoever it was down at that i don't even know where that was at like lee county or some shit but dude you got canceled you got canceled because they didn't want you the crowd was like we don't want that douchebag at our event and you got canceled that's that's the way it goes. You didn't get canceled because you're a Republican. You got canceled because you're a fucking douchebag. That happens all the time. Douchebags always get fired, dude. Like, this is totally not abnormal. And maybe, maybe, maybe when you declared yourself the winner of our debate, maybe you should have looked a little further down the line, maybe held back on that one to see the fallout of the stupid shit you had to say. I don't know. According to him, he was... He was also flexing because he's like, still got paid. I'm like, yeah. How many more do you think you're going to pay you to not be able to perform, buddy? That's just the first one. People are mad at you. You made people very angry. You ripped them off. You misled them. And misleading people makes you a cunt. People don't forgive that. There's a lot of shit. You can make honest mistakes. You can have differences of opinion. You can have, uh, you can even make a stupid decision, right? Uh, you, you went and you drank and drive or something crazy. You can do all of this stuff in the American public generally will go, all right, I'm not happy, but I'm going to let it slide. But when you deceive people in what you are doing by wearing that fucking Make America Great Again hat and prancing around like a little gay fucking rapper with that hat on and then telling people simultaneously, I don't support Donald Trump after they've shown up to fucking see you because you're wearing that stupid fucking hat. That is where you are being deceptive. And people are figuring out, you duped me. I bought a hat from your website and you took my money and you sat on the internet all day telling people to not vote for Donald Trump. So now you've told the story about how the Trump campaign booted your sorry ass off of their fucking campaign rally stuff. And now you can go and cry to everybody about how the GOP as a whole is now kicking your sorry ass off of all of their stuff. Good luck with that, dude. Like I said, my offer still stands. I've got a kid's birthday party coming up this summer. 
I don't know what you charge, but we could use a high-energy fellow, someone with the skills on the mic like you've got. So maybe if you want to make a quick 300 bones down here in Georgia, we could maybe possibly open up a 15-minute spot for you to dance around and sing your songs. Is that, does he do that? I don't know. I've never, I've never watched him perform live. Is he like just one of those rappers that kind of does the lean with the rock with the shit? Or is he more of a, like a Bobby Brown? I'm looking for more of a Bobby Brown. Can you dance, Brayson? I need to know. I don't want the one where you stand just like, ooh. Like, I don't want to lean with it, rock with it, rapper. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you doing this shit. That's not high energy. I need a high energy rapper. I want, if I'm paying 300 bucks, I want Bobby fucking Brown level energy. I want up here, like fucking woo, woo, and doing stuff, doing all the moves. Maybe make it rain. I'll give you some of my money because I know you don't have any. But maybe you could make it rain on the kids. Like, uh, you could... It, do all the, you got to do all the MAGA songs. I know you're a fraud, but that don't matter. But you could do these, uh, make it rain, and then fucking maybe do some twists and shit. I don't know. I just need choreography like Bobby Brown, high energy, and a little bit of fucking this action, and then we're good. Fair enough? Okay. It's like 15 minutes, bro. It's 300 bucks for 15 minutes. Come on. That's super easy money. Anyway, he's mad. I'm going to play this one more time because it was only seven seconds. I really like it. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, don't worry, you guys. He said that I was as dumb as a goldfish. That was his insult yesterday, which is weird. Rappers typically have really good insults. He has terrible insults. He said I was as dumb as a goldfish, which is weird because I responded by saying it sounded like he had a dick in his mouth when he's rapping. So <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're, you, rappers generally have really good put downs. That's like their thing. You know what I mean? You got to be good at insulting. You're like could riff with it, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think you might be a jive turkey. That's what I'm starting to think, buddy. Might be a bit of a jive turkey. Now, why are all these never Trump cunts mad? Aside from the fact that I am a professional troll, uh, they're also mad because what they're seeing. So this is scary. If you're a DeSantard, you really are scared shitless because this, this isn't what's supposed to happen out the gate. Out the gate, you're supposed to swing and start strong. Remember, Remember, Roy DeSantis just won re-election by like 20 points in Florida. Oh, I'm a big deal. Look at him riding that wave. Yeah, so everybody thought that he was going to come out the gate just strong as fuck. Well, and maybe he kind of did, except for this. From February 13th to March 12th, Trump was 47% to DeSantis is 31. And now Trump is 52% to DeSantis is 28. So that's in one poll. And that doesn't look good. That's bad. That wasn't supposed to happen. Roy DeSantis was supposed to be surging in the early months so that by the time he announced, America was like celebrating and rejoicing. But that's, again, that's just the morning consult poll. Maybe we should try a different poll, which they have included for us to easily compare against. Like this one. This one from February 3rd to March 12th. Well, February 3rd, Trump was at 50%. DeSantis at 27%. And one month later, Trump is at 51% and DeSantis is down to 22%. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Roy DeSantis can't win. Okay? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just got an idea. Meme team, I got an idea. Oh, my God, meme team. We should totally turn Roy DeSantis into Roy Munson. What do you guys think? <laughs> Memers. <laughs> How do we feel about a Roy, a Roy DeSantis... 
fucking a Roy Munson meme. What do you guys, <laughs> what do you guys think about a fucking Roy de Munson meme? What do you guys think? <laughs> a little Roy de Munson. You guys like that? I need that fucking, I need that hand. You know what I'm saying? I need the Roy de Munson meme with the hand. It's just a little Rod de Munson. You know what I mean? I just... <laughs> That one's going to be devastating. <laughs> oh, no. Roy DeMunson. No, it's done. he's done. He's done. Oh, God. Sometimes the best ideas come to you when you're just goofing around, having fun on the show. Wait a minute. I just realized something. Hold on. I have more news and important bullshit. Hold on. Is this? Yeah, I don't want to talk about uh, I'll talk about something. See, I think I should talk. Okay, I got a subject. Hold on. Randy's not feeling well. Dude, I got something like, I think I got all fuzzy on my nose. It's bothering me all show. And it's tickling me. It's killing me. Let's see if anybody comes. I just rang the doorbell, but Rihanna's sick. I was hoping to have a Sophia Rose sighting for you guys. Hello? Were you going to come hang out with us? Yeah. You don't want to eat pizza first. Then you'll have pizza in your teeth. Do you want to sit? You want to hang out? I told everybody about you. They were like, "Oh, we want to see Sophia." And I had topics you can discuss. Soph, okay, come have a seat. Did you ring the bell? Yes, Rihanna, will you sit Soph over there on the the, the couch? Oh, get right out of here. He's in trouble. No, you can help her get positioned with a mic. You guys want to see my my oldest daughter? She's a wonderful, wonderful girl. Woman now. She's almost eighteen. It's fucking super uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. They're they're getting situated. Hold on, let me see what they got going. I'm so hungry and I hate pizza. <laughs> okay, and then so sit uh, with your back against that other cushion. No, not that one. The other one, and face towards me, because then it's gonna fix the lighting. There you go, honey. Yep. And then you're gonna probably have to bring that mic closer. Good girl. I didn't think they would be able to see my entire body. Yeah, you're fine. You look great. You didn't know that they're gonna be able to see your cute slippers. <laughs> No, you look adorable. All right, hold on. Let's. So say something to Mike. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to speak with confidence. Okay. Because and Sophia, since she's on the verge of turning eighteen and is an incredible kid, we're gonna let her actually uh, come on uh, camera here. So that'll be fun. And yeah, that's good enough. I think that's good enough, don't you think, Rihanna? It's cutting off a little bit the top of her head. She has to slide her butt, slide down a little bit. I know. Yeah, slide down like yeah, yeah slouch. Just go ahead and slouch. Oh, God. That's fine. Oh. Just don't make it too crazy. Yeah, there you go, Sophie. Good. But now you can't see her footies. There you go. That's fine. She'll have to look her feet up and show you. Yeah, she'll have to. All right. We got my daughter in here, Sophia Rose. Thank you, love. Randy's not feeling well. Hi. Hi, Sophia. Hi. You doing good? Yeah. Okay, so I brought you in here, one, because you're beautiful and you're my daughter. I'm very proud of you. But also because I had topics that I wanted to, like, go over with you, right? Because I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, she's on spring break. Do you want to show your slippers you just bought at the mall? Oh, yeah. I'll <laughs> and she wears those around the house, and it's adorable. Okay, so she's... So comfy. Yeah, those are your comfy slippers? Yeah. Okay, good talk. All right, so so Sophia will be 18 in a few months. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah, so you're turning 18. You're going to be an adult. How many jobs you got right now? Two. And you and have... Well, tell me about the... You had a third thing, too, right? Well, yeah, I was helping out at um the it was a like they they re, rebuilt the place or whatever i don't know i was, just for a little bit i helped twice but yeah but you were, what do you do for a living tell us what you're doing right now i'm a hostess yeah, she's a hostess with a mostess 
yeah. at a, uh, a restaurant and it's a very nice restaurant. So if you guys ever happen to go into her restaurant and you see her pretty face, uh, make sure you tip well because you guys share tips at that joint. How's that work? Um, do well, they have to tip you directly? N- no. Well, no. Or do they tip the servers and everybody pulls their money and then split? Yeah, no. Servers only tip the busters. Okay. Who tips you? Runners. We get tips through to-go orders. That's it? Yes. That's it. Oh, that's fucked up. Okay. I know. <laughs> wow. We got to get you to serve. You can't be a server yet until you're 21, right? Or 18. 18. Yeah. So once you're 18, you can serve booze in the state of Arizona. Yeah. But you're not going to be there much longer because we're going to move you to this side of the country eventually. Yes. Okay, good. All right. So Sophia is a Gen Zer, right? And, uh, and, and what's fascinating about Gen Z kids is that you guys don't give a shit about anything on television, right? Like you don't watch like regular TV and news. Oh, no. Right? Like you watch streaming, right? We watch like what? Like Netflix? Yeah. Hulu? Yeah. Amazon Prime? Yeah. But what you don't watch is like TV shows, right? Right. So do, can you name any like, name quick. So f- name an actor under the age of 25. Go. Millie Bobby uh, who? Brown. Who? Millie Bobby. The girl who, the 11 on. Um. Wait, what was her name? Hold on. Her name is Millie? Yeah. The the girl. Are you talking about like an actress? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you did it. You did yeah. named one. I'm impressed. What's her her name is what? Millie Bobby Brown. The girl who is on Stranger Things, the eleven. Okay, so that's okay, that's one. I didn't know you knew that. Yeah. That's impressive. Name a guy, go, quick. Hurry, go. Under twenty five. Young, like you. Go. I don't know. Yeah, they don't have any, see? <laughs> you don't know. All right, that's cool. So you don't really keep up with that bullshit. No. So what, like if you're going to go, and if I say, Sophia, name somebody famous, and it's not obvious ones, like who would you say is na- is famous in your age bracket, like that you pay attention to? Like are they like YouTube stars, TikTokers? Um, yeah, probably TikTok. Oh my God, Red's trying to come in. Is it Red? Is he coming in? He can come in. He likes to sit on the couch when, when people are being interviewed. Okay. He's fine. Just pat the couch and he'll jump up there. There you go. All right, Red, you sit down. He's going to steal the show a little bit. It's okay. No, oh, Jesus. Uh, now he's gone. Okay, you can shut that door real quick for me. So. Uh, all right. Okay. Sir Robert's losing his mind and got, uh, got Red Runner. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so you guys generally listen to your own generation when it comes to advice, right? Like you kind of like what I'm saying is like when you are watching stuff, you're watching people your yeah. own age, TikTok yeah. and, and YouTube. Okay. Yes, yes. So you're so Nana told me you just discovered a couple of comedians on the internet though that you think are hilarious now. Oh yeah, I saw a video of. A- Wh- who, who? Give us a name. I forgot his name. Did she show you the video? I sent you guys the video. Didn't was it you? was it the uh, was it George Carlin the one you've been yeah. watching lately? Yeah. So Sophia just discovered George Carlin. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Self-discovered George Carlin. What do you think of him so far? Well, I only saw one video. I didn't like go like watch more. You didn't go watch all of them yet. No, but that one was like pretty good. Yeah. What was that? What was the one you call you watched? What was it called? Do you remember? No, it was just like it was posted on TikTok, and it was like a minute. Oh, it was a TikTok. Yeah, but it was like of him doing. He was doing his stand-up. Yeah. He was being funny. Yeah, and I reposted it on my Instagram because it was so true. Oh, good for you. Did they did they censor you? What? No. I can't believe you can have an Instagram. What do you mean? Because you have my last name. Oh. I can't have an Instagram. Or I did, but they won't let me use it. Oh. Super rude, Facebook. They don't like me. They're not fans. All right, so we want to talk about a couple of things. So 
So first, I want you to grab this heads. Grab your headset over there. There's a headset. See it on there on the, on the couch? Yeah, put that on real quick. And I want to see, first of all, just put it on and let's, we're going to try out to make sure you can hear music. Okay. So like, okay. can you hear, uh, let's see, we'll just try this one just real quick. Can you hear this? All right, that's perfect. Okay, so let's take that out. So now that we know she can hear, let's play this. So this, Sophia, when you are perusing on TikTok, is, are these the kind of videos that you would generally watch? I'm gonna play it for you. Tell me if this is something that you would watch, okay? Okay. All right, cool, this'll be fun. All right, guys, here we go. We're gonna find out if my daughter, Sophia, thinks this is funny or if it's something that she would watch or share. The 7-Eleven owner said the city of Austin isn't doing enough to keep people from soliciting and leaving items on his property. Check it. Tell is the owner of this 7-Eleven at the intersection of East Oldtorf and Park Lane. I play the music 24-7 because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> fuck them. Oh, Tell says this comes I as there's this. been issues with the homeless encampment next door. These motherfuckers. Take a big whiff. Take a smell. Take a smell right now. Did you smell it? <laughs> shit. You know where the shit is from? From these motherfuckers. They're sitting everywhere around here. Everywhere around here is shit. <laughs> he says this music hopes to act as a deterrent. Deterrent? No, I hope it fucking drives them crazy. <laughs> fuck these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. Fuck these motherfuckers. You understand? You understand what I'm saying? I say fuck them. Salem stays at the homeless encampment. I can hear it all night. I can hear it during the day. I mean, if I want to go. Take a shit in peace. I gotta go. I gotta go. Way over there. <laughs> since he started playing the music, he has noticed a change. All the customers, they come in to me and they say, Thank you, Mr. Patel. Because they hate these motherfuckers too. <laughs> knock, knock. May I have dollar? Knock, knock. Can I have 50 cents? Fuck these motherfuckers. I'll get a job, motherfucker. You know. <laughs> Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. So you've seen that one already. Yeah, that was funny. That was a good one. All right, good. All right, so now that we've established that you like the same kind of things I like and you think they're funny, let's talk about weird things. Let's talk about, like, for example, I'm going to start here. And we'll be careful that you don't say anything that could get you into trouble uh, <clears throat> with the wrong people. But here we go. Okay. Attorney General Letitia James is going to be hosting a drag story hour for kids in New York City. So, Sophia, this is the attorney general. This woman decides who and who doesn't get prosecuted for crimes, okay? She's the highest, uh, basically the, the, the biggest kahuna in the legal side of New York, and she is hosting a drag story hour for children in New York City. Um, like teens? No, little kids. Okay. So... I got to know is okay. Cause it feels a little bit like we're being inundated nonstop with people who like to, uh, dress up as the opposite gender. And it's a little bit weird. Um, but in your experience, cause you're a Gen Zer, you're cool. You're hip with it. Are there a lot of like, uh, trans, trans people walking around? It's like, this is a, this is a big thing. This is a thing. Uh, not that I've seen or no? I've noticed. You haven't noticed a lot of them. 
No. But on like social media, yeah, you see them pop up. Well, I know on social media, but like like when you are hanging out with your friends or talking to them and you guys are like, hey, what are you up to? And then your friends are like, I don't know, just hanging out. Do any of them ever say things to you like, oh, yeah, I'm totally a fucking, I'm a guy now. Or, or I'm a girl. Like, call me a different name. Like, does that happen in your circles of friends? No. None of your, fr- you're saying none of your friends are trans? No. So you understand you're sort of a bigot, right? A what? <laughs> it's, it's the first, I don't know. They call me that too, and I don't know what it really means. I think it's somebody who doesn't like uh, trans people. A bigot? Yeah, I don't really, I don't understand the terminology either, okay, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I just, they, they say the insults to me, so I assume they're funny and mean, and then I just, I tried to use one on you, but you didn't know what it meant either. No, I don't know what that is. Well, shit. All right, okay. Moving on. Damn it, Sophia. All right, so staying with the theme of trans people, because this is relevant. So we went from New York City. Now, you tell me if this is weird. Okay, this is a more direct question to you. All right. Wellesley College. Wellesley. The students voted to admit trans men to an all non-binary and, oh, and all non-binary students. So let me give you some background here, Sophia. Uh-huh. Wellesley College is a prestigious, which is a really fancy pants way of saying prestigious, uh-huh. uh, college that is all girls. It's all female. Okay. And the students voted to start letting trans dudes into their school. Okay. Would you think that was weird if you were like, hey, I'm at all girls college. It's so great. And then you went to the girls locker room and there was a dude there with a wig on. Yeah. No, I don't get that. Is it, that doesn't but, make- but they say that all and all non-binary people. So like if you identify as a goldfish, you can go there too. Right. Is this is none of this affecting your generation? Are you not noticing this? Are you guys not having these conversations? Uh, no, I don't. Re- I mean, obviously, like I know about it and like stuff like that pops up, but I did not know that they. Well, I don't know because people have been asking questions about how, like, the whole bathroom situation, like how that works, and like lockers. And I heard that like sports, it's getting to sports, like it's a big thing with sports too. Like they're trying to figure out. What you mean, like letting? dudes playing yes, girls like teams dude, yes yes which doesn't okay i'm sorry that doesn't make any sense at all well no and you are a hell of a tennis player and you've played against obviously top competition girls but you've also you know rallied with the boys mm-hmm. so f- how good are, are men when it comes to tennis well well i mean it just depends but they're a lot more powerful if that's what you're asking right like when, when you play against somebody of similar age and who's supposed to be at the similar level like varsity level there is a noticeable difference when you're trying to play against grown-ass men versus other women like yourself, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like really hard to compete. Yeah, especially when it's serving. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> that's where all that power is at, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you notice it. In, uh, so would you yourself, if you were attending, you worked your butt off and you're like, Dad, I got a scholarship. I'm going to Wellesley. And then you get there and it's like, and the first person you meet is some chick with a goatee, would you be like, this school sucks? Or would you just roll with it? <laughs> well, I thought, I don't know. I'd be like, who? I thought this was an all-girls school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you're a bigot. I told you. I told you. You're, that's, that's the thing. I don't know. But they yell that thing at you. Okay, so then that eventually leads us to this. So you, uh, like myself, from the West Coast, are you, you're familiar with Stanford University, Sophia? Yeah. All right, well, I'm not going to play the video because it'll be too triggery. It's too upsetting. Okay. Instead, we're just going to discuss it. Uh, mask-clad Stanford students protested the dean for apologizing to a Trump-appointed judge. All right, Sophia, let me give you some backstory here. So, uh, a university, Stanford University, 
one of their legal classes, like a, it, was a, it was a law class, mm-hmm. invited a local judge to the class to have a discussion, a legal discussion, right? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like we're Stanford University. We want to have a judge come and give us a speech. Okay, great. He never got to speak because the students shouted him down because he was appointed by Donald Trump. So since Donald Trump appointed him and made him a judge, they thought it was okay to shout him down and not let him do his presentation. Okay. Which is weird, right? Then they were so angry and so fucking weird about this whole thing that he leaves. The dean who had approved and invited him Mm -hmm. sent him an apology letter. Hey, really sorry for what happened. We did not mean to embarrass you. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that this happened and that you're, you know, you were dragged into this blah, 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 whatever, right? So she apologizes. Right. As a result, these kids show back up wearing black, all black and black masks. They line the hallways of where she was at, where she works, and then stared at her as she walked out of her office. Wait, the... The students did. Wait, stared at who? The, the dean. That's like the, the principal. Who invited... Yeah, she's no. They were pissed at her because she wasn't even who invited him. She just apologized for how he was treated. Right. And they were so angry that she had apologized for their behavior that they are now trying to intimidate her for apologizing. Okay. Do you see any of this in any of the school stuff you've ever been involved with, or any of this kind of behavior, or have you been fairly lucky? No, I've never seen any. You never seen this kind of behavior? No. Would you, would you and your friends participate in this kind of bizarre behavior or would you just like look at them like they're weird? No, I would, no. Yeah, would you, ste- or would you steer clear? Yes. Thank God I raised you right. All right, that's a weird story, right? Yes. And Sophia, I think now would be a good time to let people know you have decided you're not going to college. <laughs> Cause oh, yeah. No. <laughs> they just try to ruin you. Yeah. It's very weird. So what do you, what do you like to do, Soph? Like, what do you, because I know we've talked, but you're like, currently she's working at a restaurant. She's 17. She works at two, sometimes three restaurants, depending, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've, you're kind of like, I don't really want to go the traditional route. I'm not going to college, but you do have goals. One of which is to travel and do some fun stuff right after you finish high school, right? Yes. Do you have it? What do you have anything like you're interested in? Like, not necessarily you're like, oh, I got to work doing this or stuff you're curious about. Uh, like, like, yeah, for work. For what do you want to do? You're oh. like, oh, that looks like fun. I might try that. Well, obviously, like, you know, I enjoy like makeup and hair and all that stuff, but that's just like really. Do you want to do it for a living or more of a hobby? Is that no, more of a hobby? Just more of like a hobby. Just because um, people, there's like so many girls already doing that, and it'd probably be really hard to Saturated. The market's yeah, saturated. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that interests me. I just probably wouldn't do it as a career. It's tough. Sometimes the things that you have an interest in and that are fun, you don't want to do them as a career because it ends up ruining your fun. Yeah. Oh, right? Really? Yeah. 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 I've heard Because then you're like, oh, great. I just did this for 12 hours that you do it like five days in a row and you're like, I don't want to do my makeup or hair anymore because yeah. I just did this every day. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, I don't know what else. Isn't she I mellow, you guys? How the hell is she my kid? She's so chill. She's just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm over here like a maniac. I'm like, ah, what are you going to do? Huh? No, yeah. I don't know. That's I I'm really struggling trying to figure out like what I want to do, but I that's what like I enjoy doing, other than like working. I like I actually enjoy working. You like working? Yeah. I figured you did because you work a lot. Yes. 
but you enjoy now which part of working do you enjoy obviously everybody enjoys the payday but like is it is it just going and then being around people being social that way and in, in interacting or, or what is it is it the physical part because you're up on your feet all day walking around um i don't know it just well I don't, it just gives me something to do because before i didn't have a job i was just kind of right school and sports doing, and, yeah doing school yeah. and uh, and yeah so it gives me something to do and um yeah i don't know i just like doing it it's just yeah fun. And do I you like, meet like, interesting people i've never really asked you about the people you meet Oh yeah, me and Rihanna were having conversations. About you have? Do you ever meet weird people? Um, I mean, it's a restaurant, so. Yeah, well, I because I I work in an older community, so it's a bunch of older people. Older people. She doesn't want to call you guys old, so it's older, which is really really polite of you, Sophia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> um, there's, I mean, not everybody's bad, but for the most part, um, most of them want their way. Okay. And they're really stubborn about it. What? You're saying old people are stubborn and want their way? Fuck. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> well, I don't what know. What do you mean? Like where they want to be seated? They're like, no, I'm not sitting there. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so annoying. <laughs> anytime I try to seat someone. Okay. This, okay. Tell us the story. So, I don't know if they know this, but there are certain sections in a restaurant. And those certain sections have... Servers, like you have to seat people in certain sections so that you don't off balance like a server getting a ton right. of people. It's keeping things organized. Yeah, and then someone having like nobody, and they're like, "What the heck, hostess?" Like, but right, but evenly distributing customers for the people working there. Yes, and Got it. we always try to give them what they want, right? Like we were like, yes. "Oh, would you prefer like a bigger booth or a smaller booth or a table?" Because you know some people like you know yeah, they, they can't don't get into there. booths because right. of certain things. Because um, they're fat, probably. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're really stubborn about where they sit. If I sat, try to sit them somewhere, um, they'll complain about it. And I had this... I don't think I told you. No. I think I just told Rihanna. But tell me. Live on the air. Tell me right now. So, it's a pretty long story. Well, it's make it short. Go. Yeah, I'll try to make Or it speak short. fast. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> basically, this guy comes in for it and he has a reservation, him and his wife. And they come in every Saturday because every Saturday we have... Um, music live music every night and okay. it's like everybody dances and everything right Anyways, so he comes in but before he came in one of our other hosts had to seat seat someone at a specific booth because the guy he couldn't walk very far mm. and she didn't want to walk him to where he was originally assigned because he couldn't it make was, it yeah because he couldn't got make it. it so then he comes in he's like hi i'm here for my reservation he says his name and we're like oh, okay sounds good and then he's like and i requested booth 23 and we see it in the in the requests, and we're like, oh, okay, so um, unfortunately, someone's sitting there, but I can put you to the one right next to it. And he, and then <laughs> immediately, him and his wife are like, ah, what? And then he's yeah, <laughs> and he starts yelling at me, and he's like, he's like, okay, well, I requested this specific booth, and I was like, I was like, I understand that, and we we try to accommodate everybody to like what booth they want, but we don't guarantee the booth. We guarantee the time. Right. And and you're like, I'm 17, dude. Like yes. And he's like some 60 year old man. He's screaming at you. at me. Yes. And and so I'm like, and at this point I was already frustrated because our system had shut down. Right. And I yep, was like overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. So right. I was like, okay, well we can. Oh my god, it was just this whole thing. And then my manager comes up, and I'm, I was really 
frustrated, so I started crying. And I was like, He made you cry? I'll kill him. What's his name? Let's put him on the show. I'm joking. Don't tell me his no. name. Don't do that. Don't get me sued. <laughs> okay. Um, so then I was like, He made you cry? Did he say sorry? Was he even apologetic? No, or was he like, It gets worse. It gets worse? Yes. Did he make someone else cry? No. So he, so then I'm like, I told my manager, I'm like, You take him to his, to his booth, booth 33, the one right, right next to it. Okay. Right. And, so, and then I go off to the bathroom just to like yeah, get myself gotta, together. Yeah, you're upset. And then, um, and then I come back and then I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm just, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, rattled. 40 minutes go by and then um, he comes back up. Oh God. Okay. And this is once the people in the booth that he wanted had left. Uh-huh. So he was like, and he's talking to me. This whole time he's talking to me. There's hostess around me. Right. He's specifically talking he's to He's looking me. at you. Yes. You're who he wants to talk to. Even though like I didn't see him, it wasn't my t- I wasn't the one who put it. Right, those but he there. feels yes. that you're in charge. Yes. Okay. And so okay. and so he was like, Okay, so oh, but okay, sorry. Oh, I there's the more. This was this was after. So basically, um our general manager had talked to him once he Calm down. Um, na- made me cry. Oh, you made you cry. He made me cry. Uh-huh. He had talked to the couple because they're VIP members. Mm. But the thing with our general manager is he is, he's kind of a pussy. He gotcha. Really Understood. Yeah. He's a weakling. Yeah. So he didn't really. See, well done. That was good. That was good wordplacement there. Keep he going. He's trying to make it seem like he. <laughs> he's trying to make it, it runs seem in the like family, like, y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you so much right now. I was like, come on. And there it is. Okay, good. Got it. So general manager is a little bit of a pussy, but he gets steamrolled. Okay. But he spoke to them. He spoke to them. Spoke to them. <laughs> Okay, and then um, he comes back over, and then he's like, okay, so I'm just wondering which one of those people couldn't walk, and I'm like, um, the guy with what? the, I was like, the guy with the walker, and he was like, okay, well, from what I could see, it looked like he could walk perfectly fine, they could all walk perfectly fine, and I was like, this fucking guy, yeah, so he just comes back over to start stuff. He's like, which one of you is the cripple? Who's the fucking cripple? I don't see any cripples around. I mean, are you shitting me? Okay, so he comes over. He's complaining because he, this asshole really sat down and then started watching everyone walk away to see if they could actually make it. He's like, you look fine to me. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It's and a good so story. He had said, he's like, I couldn't, all of them look like they could walk perfectly fine. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, and I, had, I didn't have my name tag at the time. He's like, what's your name? Where's your name tag? Where's your name tag? I want to know your name. And then the other hostess next to me was like, you're not going to speak to her that way. And like yelled at him. And then oh, she nice. pulled me away. Good for that girl. Yeah. Was this then, an older woman or a young woman? No, she's my age. What? So another 17-year-old checked that old man like you're not going to speak to her that way? Yes. Well done, girl. That girl should be your friend. Walked away. Yeah. Well, we get along. I get along with everybody. Yeah, but dude, she's 17. She just checked an old man like that? Well done. Like, hey, Gramps, shut the fuck up. You're not going to say that to her. (laughs) Yeah. So I was trying to be nice. I wasn't like yelling at him or anything. No, of course not. You're a professional. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that was basically it. And then we. That was like your worst story? That was the worst experience you've had there so far? Um, I think, well, yeah, because that's like the only time I've cried. Did you ever get the apology? This guy's a regular? Yes, he's a regular. And he never apologized? No, he never apologized. Oh my God, dude. But every time he comes in, every Saturday, I don't, I told my managers, I was like, I, I just want to let you guys know, I'm not going to talk to him. And they're like, okay, that's fine. You should just fuck with him. 
Every time he I comes know. in, Sophia, just start seating him at really fucked up tables. <laughs> like, put him right next to the bathroom. You know what right. I mean? Like, right after someone bombed it. Just be like, <laughs> here's your bathroom. And he'll be like, what? This isn't the same. Oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. My bad. And then just walk back. Like, just every time. See, this, Sophia, you got to be trolling. Yeah. And you don't have to actually seat him. You just walk him near the bathroom. Because this is how this guy works, okay? This guy is a control freak dickhead. So here's what you do with them. You get, you get your papers. Hold on. Let me get my papers. <clears throat> These are your menus, right? Okay, so you say, come right this way. And you start walking towards the shitter, okay? <laughs> In his mind, he's already, his blood pressure is going up. And he's going to get mad, So I'm just letting you know right now. Yeah, I know. And then you go, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Your table's over there. And then you walk him to the right table and you set him, okay? But what you've just done is you've ruined his dinner. I guarantee you he's already like, she almost fucking sat me by the crapper. And then you were like, oh, I'm sorry. I went the wrong way. And then you just start doing it every fucking Saturday to him until he loses his mind and has a stroke right there in the restaurant. Yeah. That's how you got to troll. Trolling is an art form, Soph. It's just very subtle, very, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I think I was take. I thought we were going somewhere else. You, you're in the other table. My bad. That's horrible. You call me the next time somebody does that to you and you get me their name and then I will destroy their life. Okay? I, know, I told Papa and he was he's like, what's his name? Oh yeah, Papa will body that fool. Yeah, Papa would literally take go into the restaurant and quite literally do the Undertaker tombstone and just fucking put him to sleep right there on the floor. Yeah, I know. Papa, Papa's so mature. He just like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to punch your lights out now, pal, but I'm at least gonna call you to the bathroom to do it. Yeah, it was so weird because like they're like a cute, like they're like the... Like, they're, like, Nana and Papa. Like, they get all cute and dressed right, up they're and sweet. Dance. Yeah, they're cute. But, no. Every time they come in, it's always a problem. Like, Ugh. I don't know why they're always so mean to, like, the employees. That's awful. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know what? You know what, Sophia? Listen, you know what? They, they have a name for people like that. You know what they're called? They're hmm. called Democrats. That's what they're called, Sophia. Just, um. you're going to have some Democrats in your life. They're going to come. They're going to make no sense. They're completely unhinged. Sometimes they're elite Democrat douchebags that have a lot of money. Other times, more obvious, they've got colorful, weird hair with shit in their faces, and uh, and they're they're usually very poor and, and mean. Uh, but you're gonna have to deal with Democrats. So, okay, I appreciate the way you handled that. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Have other customers been nice to you at least? No, yeah, there's there's nice people, but most of them are really demanding. Yeah, that's okay. It's good for you, kid. That's good for you. I'm proud yeah. of you. You're doing a good job. Yeah, and I like the job, but even though the the customers can be a pain. You have a grace about yourself. Don't lose that. Don't let them change that about you. You just keep staying sweet, okay? Okay. All right, honey. Well, I love you. Thank you for coming on the show with me today. Of course. You looked adorable. One more time. Show them your feet again. Your cute little oh. slippers. They're very adorable. Oh, should I stand up? And yeah, you can do however you think. Yeah, ladies, eat your heart out. She's got her bare slippers. Looking adorable. All right. Thank you, Sophia Rose. Love you, Hattie. Have a good uh, rest of your... Yo, I'll be done here in 10 minutes, okay? okay. All right. There you go. There she goes. There goes my beautiful daughter, Sophia Rose. And uh, you guys are welcome. Isn't she great? I know. Here. Oh, dude. Could you guys see my face turn red when she told me what that guy fucking did? And he made her cry. I'm like... Arr! Could you see my face? I was like, I'll fucking kill you, dude. What, you, what do you mean? Why are you being mean to my kid? She's 17. Oh, oh so mad. I, feel, I could feel it. I could feel the blood. I was like, oh, really? He was mean to you. Really? What's his fucking name? Give me his first and last name. Are you shitting me? We'll go to work on that, dude. First, last name, done. Done, we will hunt you down. Anyway, I'm glad I didn't have to do that. Isn't she great? Yeah, I know. She's awesome. So that's Sophia. So you guys are lucky. So you've met Sophia, and you've got to hear from Phoenix, one half of our clan 
Eventually, we'll have the other two in here. We'll have them pop on. You guys have met the other kids, but just in a different capacity. But eventually, we'll put the other two in here. But uh, yeah, aren't they great? <laughs> she's she's such a she's such a chill, mild mannered person, though. It's horrible because that's the thing is, Soph's never gonna get like ugly, ugly, mean. Like she's not like me. She's not like my wife. Like Randy at that age was throwing fucking whole diet cokes at pissed off customers. I wish I was joking. Randy at that age was like, oh, oh, is that right, bitch? Uh, Diet Coke face just fucking blah. And that's literally how she gets down. Like that was, and I was the same kind of dude. I was just like, oh, is that right, grandpa? Is that right? And I was just like, dude, I'd just go in on him. You know what I mean? But not my kid. My kid's like trying to be polite and trying to be sweet. Randy says, no, it was a cheeseburger. Really? We're going to pretend you've never thrown a fucking soda at somebody? Oh, and a water. Uh, yes, and, not, and my kid does not know what a, a bigot is, which is great. I admittedly also don't know what the term bigot means. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. I don't want to know what it means. I don't care. I just know you call me that when I say funny shit, and it means that I don't like a particular group of people, which I've already said there's only one particular group of people I don't like. They're called Democrats. I don't really... Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> and no, she's not available. I know. She's beautiful. Everybody keeps trying to set their kids up with her, but she does. She has a boyfriend. She's a very happy little thing. She's got a nice boy she's been dating, and they started out as friends for a long, long time. And so, yeah, she is, she's enjoying that. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm with my wife on this one. The customer is not always right. Sometimes the customer is a cunt. As you guys have figured out when you talk shit in my chat, I'm like, oh, bye. There you go. Gone. Take you and your fucking ratty wife and get the fuck out of my restaurant. Isn't it a good thing I don't run a restaurant? I would never make money. I would not tolerate bullshit. I'd throw everybody out. You know what I mean? I'd be I'd be like, nope, nope, out. You fucking get out. No, I heard what you said. Take you and your raggedy bitch wife and get the fuck out of my restaurant. I would run my restaurants more like the mafia runs Italian fucking restaurants in New York. I would be that guy. I'd be like, back a shirt. Yep, you're done. You're fucking done. Nope. Nope, meal's free, asshole. This one's on me. The fuck out. <laughs> and I'd be removing them. Yeah. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. It would look more like this. It would like, and then this music would come on. Oh, oh that's not going to hurt. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to get back to hanging out with my kids, you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go troll on the internet, too. Uh, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. 
We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>